Hi guys, welcome to Farmer Fridays, where I get to interview agriculturists, ag organizations, and ag businesses across the state of West Virginia. My name is Elizabeth Lynch, your Miss West Virginia 2022. Today, I'm super excited about our interview. I have Tiffany Summerlin, who's the Executive Director for Operation Welcome Home in the state of West Virginia. So how are you today, Tiffany? I'm great. How are you, Elizabeth? doing really well. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this interview with me. You've got some really great information that I cannot wait for our viewers to hear. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. (laughs) Of course. So go ahead and tell me about yourself and if you have any sort of agricultural background. Absolutely. So my name is Tiffany Summerlin. I'm the executive director at Operation Welcome Home. I've actually been in this position for about four months. Um, you know, veterans are near and dear to my heart. I am one myself. I spent four, actually five years active duty in the Marine Corps. And, um, you know, as far as agriculture goes, I grew up in a really small town in the state of Oregon, and we had a couple hundred acres and spent a lot of time, you know, with our cattle and had a small garden as well. Um, so as far as, you know, agriculture goes, my experience is, is somewhat limited, but I'm learning a lot as we go. But I'm super thankful that I have an opportunity to kind of rely on the WVU Extension experts that we have in place at Operation Welcome Home for our Veterans Agriculture Training Program. And I know you said you do a little bit of gardening here and there. So do you have anything specific that you love to plant? I mean, I'm more about the flowers. That's (laughs) that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, growing up, we always had, you know, a vegetable garden, but that's something, you know, personally, um, since I have been an adult and on my own, we haven't done much beyond container gardens, but I'm definitely, you know, more motivated now that, uh, you know, now that I see, you know, how things, how things can grow so easily, um, And uh, I'm just excited about, you know, just learning a lot more and being able to, you know, provide more, you know, for my family. I love that. I love that. So first off, I wanted to, of course, thank you for your service. I really appreciate the work that you're doing for our country. So thank you. And then thank you. The second thing that I'd like to ask you, so a lot of people aren't sure about what Operation Welcome Home is. So can you go into that for me? Yeah. So about 10 years ago, Operation Welcome Home uh, started. Um, you know, there was a, a charge for, you know, Morgantown to be a veteran friendly, um, you know, location, you know, for veterans to come home to, um, you know, and 10 years ago was a very different, um, you know, an employment environment. You know, there were a lot of veterans who were coming back home and very limited employment opportunities. And so we needed to provide a way to kind of assist those veterans in attaining meaningful work. Um, you know, when when somebody gets out of the military, sometimes that's that's a, a really, really big hurdle for somebody to find worth and the ability to continue to give back to their country and their community. And so we know that finding meaningful employment is one of the best ways to go about doing that. And so Operation Welcome Home was born to provide that opportunity. Um, And I think it, you know, things have just been able to, you know, we, up until, you know, I started, I think the number of veterans who had been provided full-time employment through the services of Operation Welcome Home was close to about 700 individuals. Wow. Um, so, 
And there's a lot of services that we provide outside of employment. Um, we really try to take a holistic look at every veteran that comes to us. Um, just making sure that, you know, if there's a small connection that we can make to a social service or a veteran benefit that can have an impact for them and their family, that is our number one priority is to just make sure that we have kind of open doors and knock down barriers for veterans, um, you know, and, and veterans are quite capable to do a lot on their own, but I will be honest, there are so many social services and um, the way that things are set up a lot of times, it is so difficult to know how to navigate um, and finding a solution. And so, you know, through, through the networking of other people, that is how we do the work that we do. Um, it, and one thing that I really want to focus on is breaking down silos. You know, I never want somebody to think of Operation Welcome Home as an independent organization. Our success relies so much on the connections that we have with other organizations and other people. And we can't do what we do without the work of others. And uh, I hope that people can think of Operation Welcome Home that way as well. And because um, I know that we, we, we do, we just rely on the expertise of, you know, people who do what they do and do it well, I'm not going to step in and attempt to do something that they do right. when I can just say, hey, you know, let's work together. And I have a veteran who has this need. Can you please, you know, provide me some assistance? And so far, people have been just super willing to help. And um, so that's been a really good thing to see. I love that. I love it. So yeah. how did you personally get involved with this? Because I know you mentioned you were a dental hygienist. Yes. So that's a, a bit yeah. of a switch there. So how did you get switch. involved? Yeah. So when Operation Welcome Home was just getting off the ground, um, my husband and I uh, went on a little adventure. My husband, uh, he decided he would like to run across the United States. And the money that he raised from doing that some of that came back to Operation Welcome Home. So in March of 2012, he actually took off from Oregon and ended up in Delaware in, oh. in July. So 100 days later, he had, he had run 3,452 miles. Holy cow. So that's an average of about 35 miles a day. And I, you know, I, I was his crew, me and my uh, two children and sometimes his mother, sometimes my mother. So um, we, that was a, a unique bonding experience. And it, um, you know, it really solidified my love for Operation Welcome Home, because I've definitely sacrificed a lot for, um, for the organization as well. Um, and Operation Welcome Home had been led by the same CEO or executive director since it started. And, and he, you know, recently had another opportunity that he could not turn down. And so there was a vacancy in the executive director position. And um, I was approached by, by a few individuals and kind of with the idea. And I thought, hmm, interesting. I never really thought about it, but um, you know, after I've been a hygienist for about 15 years and, uh, I don't know, I was kind of looking for something a little bit different. Uh, dental hygiene is a little, um, it, it's a strenuous job physically mm -hmm. and, and mentally, just like, you know, many jobs are. And, 
Um, you know, I guess I took the the thought that life is too short to just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And um, I just decided to take on that challenge. And it has been a challenge, but it has been very rewarding. And um, it's exciting to see the potential um, for Operation Welcome Home. And um, I'm just I'm just excited to be, you know, to be a part of it. And it's always good to have somebody at the the head of the wheel here uh, who has big ideas and who has big goals for the organization. So that's really exciting to see. Yeah. Now, this wouldn't be a Farmer Friday interview if I didn't have some sort of agricultural tie-in here. Absolutely. So talk to me about the ag program that you guys have developed for the veterans in West Virginia. Yeah, so the official name of our agriculture program is Veteran Agriculture Training Program. Um, the end result um, we are hoping will be that we can take a veteran who may have a small passion or small idea that they may be interested in agriculture and kind of help them to facilitate that into a um, a way to create revenue for them or their family or you know just kind of it maybe help them to join um you know the veteran farmers in in west virginia um you know as far as things that have gone on over the past couple of years um you know worldwide and locally it is even so much more important that we be aware of the importance of kind of that self-sustain model um, and agriculture is one of the easiest ways to you know create that self-sustainability in a personal way um, even outside of you know it being your job and you know we'll we'll take that you know person just like me who has an interest in in growing things to somebody who really wants to make it you know maybe they they want to create a business that they want to grow specific crops and you know we we can help them to make those connections and, and provide a way for them to uh you know to be able to maybe put high tunnels on their property and and we can you know connect them to the usda and um they can do all those things at a very low cost um as long as they have the passion and the business plan to put forth and we can help them with all of that from you know deciding if it's something they want to do you know we have business classes we have get your hands dirty in in the high tunnel classes to poultry classes so um if somebody comes to us that that wants to pursue agriculture we can definitely kind of make all those connections for them and just help them decide what they want to do I love that. Now you have workshops once a month, correct? And that's a, a wide range of different topics and things like that, correct? Yes. So typically what we're doing right now is we're kind of in our phase of the program. It's a three-year program. It has kind of little cycles that it goes through. So previous to the high tunnel program was kind of the business side of farming. Um, and so we went over a lot of kind of like risk mitigation. How do we, how do you make the right choice for your business plan? Um, and so now we, we are into the, um, the high tunnel growing phase. And um, so Dr. Lewis Jett is a WVU extension uh, specialist and um, also a professor at WVU in the agriculture program. And, you know, he's been great to get the high tunnel 
close to being fully planted. We're getting ready to kind of change some things over. Um, you know, as summer kind of winds down, and um, the interest the interesting thing about a high tunnel is you you can grow crops in it all year round. Um, but you know, you just have to change, you know, what crops you are growing, you know, for different hardy hardiness levels and things like that. And um, so, as far as the workshops go, uh, right now those are, you know, high toner related, and we actually have an exciting uh, workshop coming up on August twenty third. We're actually doing a farm tour, and you can find all that information about the programs that we have um, on our Facebook group. Um, actually, if you just go to Facebook and search Operation Welcome Home and look at our groups, um, there is, um, we call it the VAT Veteran Agriculture Training, the VAT program. So you can find that group, follow that group, and um, you can get all that information. I love it. Perfect. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that information. You're so welcome. What kind of benefits would being a part of this program uh, provide to veterans? Now, you, you've already mentioned uh, potentially gaining a career or getting revenue from being a part of agriculture. What are the benefits are there? Well, as far as, you know, becoming a participant in our program, I think the connection to different subject matter experts is a, an amazing experience. Um, I know that there have been quite a few people since I've started that have, you know, kind of gone down that path of asking very specific pointed questions about problems they are having with their garden, what have you, you know, at their at their home. Um, and they're already kind of starting to evolve and improve their systems that they have at home. And um, you know, for for the the, the for the typical participant, um, it is a great opportunity to experience agrotherapy, you know, and that is, yes. that is something that I think a lot of people don't realize the, the benefit. I love going into the high tunnel. Like this morning, you know, I typically, when I get to work every morning, I stop at the high tunnel on my way to work because it's really, it's, you know, a couple hundred yards away. So, you know, on my way to work, I stop. But take a look at everything and, you know, water what needs watered and just kind of, you know, get my eyes on it and just spend that, you know, 10, 15 minutes there. And it's it's a great way to start the day. And um, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of benefit for the veteran population who unfortunately has a very large um, a, a large share of mental health, um, you know, problems. Um, to get involved into agriculture, there is a lot of, um, you know, there, there are just a lot of benefits in growing things and putting, putting your heart and soul into something and seeing it produce, um, you know, good things that you can then share with others. So it's very fulfilling work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's, you know, it's, it would not be fair to say that it's not hard work, but I think there's so much that it can give back to you um, by your, um, you know, dedication and, and your hard work that comes back to you. Thank you. I, so I love that. So Operation Welcome Home isn't just this agricultural program. It doesn't just have that one program. Can you go into the right. other programs that you guys provide as well? Yeah, so from the very beginning, Operation Welcome Home has been an employment resource agency, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And just like I said, how 
you know, a lot of a lot of veterans who um, are just getting out or have been out for 10, 20, 30 years, they are looking for something new for employment. And, um, you know, when it when it comes to veterans and employment, sometimes we have a different way of thinking about things that needs to be addressed so that we can kind of get into a new type of workforce. And whether it be taking a look at a veteran's resume that's full of acronyms and, and kind of a, a language that maybe many civilians can't understand or um, it's not something that's easily um, digestible or translatable to the job that they want in, you know, outside of the military. So, that's one of the things that we do uh, for anyone who is looking for, you know, a new a new way of working, a new new location. Um, you know, we take a look at their resume, go over different things to help them to be more marketable. Um, whether it be they need help with uh, interviewing, um, what what they're wearing. Um, and we'd really try our best to not make assumptions and make stereotypes. Um, every veteran is different. Every veteran has a has a unique situation. And so it's to me, it's just very fulfilling to kind of go through all of those different different situations with people and kind of join them on their journey of being able to live their best life. And sometimes a job is the door that opens up that family to living in a whole new way. And um, we're just happy to be able to provide an opportunity for veterans to, you know, better themselves. And it's really not just about employment either. Sometimes people will come to us and they don't need help with employment. Maybe they need a social service or, um, you know, maybe they're going to be late on rent. They need to find out, hey, is there, you know, any service available to help me? And what I have, what I have learned, um, you know, in really the over the last 10 years being, you know, being a dental hygienist, working in public health, there are so many things that are available to to the public, but sometimes they are really hard to navigate and find find ways to kind of onboard um, onto those programs and and really kind of cut the red tape and, and get connected to you know, to solving problems because there are so there's so many things going on that sometimes people just get lost and they right. can't figure out how to really make that connection so they can get helped without feeling overwhelmed because they don't they don't exactly know where to go. And so what we want people to understand is that if there are if there's anything that you need, um, you know, as a veteran or your family that, you know, you just need somebody to talk to, um, to kind of bounce things off of, if there's any questions that you think maybe things could be a little bit better, um, you know, we are a great call to make because we can easily kind of connect veterans to, you know, different organizations that um, are well poised to handle their situation in a very excellent way. Mm -hmm. um, we, we never try to say that, you know, we are the ones to solve the problems. We are the great connector. And um, that's just an awesome feeling to kind of uh, have all these other organizations kind of in our, in our pocket to be able to connect people to so they can do the job that they are really good at. 
Now, if somebody wants to become involved with Operation Welcome Home, either as a volunteer or as a veteran themselves, how can they get a hold of you guys? Um, so, you know, for a veteran who is interested in maybe learning about what we do, you can always stop by our office. We're at 452 Milan Park Lane. If you're out this way, um, we have an open door policy. You can come by anytime. If you just want to sit on our couch and, you know, kick your feet up on the coffee table, you can do that as well. Um, or you can call us, um, you know, at our phone number, it's 304-816-4854. Um, you can go on our Facebook page, just search Operation Welcome Home, and you can find us there, or you can go on our website. It is welcomehomewv.com. And I'll have all of those links provided in okay. this video in the post, uh, so people can just click right on it if they're interested. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, my my final question for you is something that I ask everybody that I interview. So this might uh, stump you potentially, but hopefully you love it because I love this question so much. I was heavily okay. involved in FFA growing up and the FFA creed begins with, I believe in the future of agriculture. So why do you personally believe in the future of agriculture? So I think that the future of, of us as a, um, as a community um, of us as a, a group of like-minded individuals who can have a future is very dependent upon the health of our agriculture system. Um, because without that, you know, we, we cannot be healthy individuals. So I, hopefully that answered it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, okay. So everybody has their own belief as to why we should believe in the future of agriculture. And I know for me personally, is for us, we have no choice not to believe in it because we have to eat. We have this ever-growing population that is going to need to be fed. So it's our job as agriculturists to ensure that people are going to be able to eat. So yes, your belief system, it's perfect. I, I love that answer. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And I think too, as a, as a dental hygienist and, you know, having a, a lot of, uh, you know, understanding about the human diet and how it impacts the body, both in negative and positive ways that just kind of furthers my, um, you know, my opinion that having very nutritious quality foods available to people that, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, a lot of people are not getting, you know, that, healthy diet now just because of, you know, uh, things are so processed and you know, the things that we like to eat are not, not healthy. So the more that we can provide opportunities for people to try new things that are healthy, I think that's, that's a really good, awesome experience. That's perfect. So thank you so much for agreeing to do this interview with me today, Tiffany. I really appreciate you taking your time to speak with me. And I really hope that my viewers at home are able to get a lot of great information from it because this is a phenomenal program that I really wish more people knew about. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity. Of course. All right, guys, that ends today's Farmer Friday interview. I am super excited that you were able to watch this and please stay tuned for next week's interview. And as always, please remember to thank your farmers.